0: Fat Boy Show.
1: It's the Fat Boy Show on your number 1 station RX Radio. How you doing this uh, Wednesday morning? Hope you're doing great this uh, 27th day of April 2022. Well, I'm Fat Boy, and I'm here hanging out with the uh, Olive and we're broadcasting from the capital of Uganda, Kampala. That's right. Life in Kampala is quite interesting. Lately, with the early morning rains, you've got uh, several parts of the city flooded as usual. I don't know if we'll ever have a solution to that problem. Maybe we should just relocate, move to a new place, start a new capital city from scratch where there is proper drainage uh, stuff and then you know, wetlands. It's flat and it's dry so that uh, we can't have all these problems. But uh, that's going to take a while. For now, though, there are still things about Uganda you could cheer. For example, did you know that uh, the international community believes that uh, Uganda did so well when it comes to COVID? Yeah, that's right. President Museveni has been awarded in the UK for his role in uh, managing the coronavirus pandemic in Uganda. According to the International COVID Tracker, Uganda has had uh, 164,069 infections and uh, only 3,596 deaths uh, related to COVID since the pandemic was first reported in March of 2020. The British Medical Journal and the National Health Service Health Education Program recognized President Museveni for his extraordinary leadership in pandemic management. Mm -hmm. Uh, The president wasn't there to receive it. Uh, It was received on his behalf by the first deputy Prime Minister and the Minister of East African Affairs, Rebecca Kadaga, during the ongoing 6th Annual UK East Africa Health Summit in London. So the question is, Olive, is this or was this award well-deserved? Did the Museveni do a fantastic job in uh, battling COVID in Uganda.
0: The thing is you hate the word experts. <laughs> and my answer here is that according to experts Uganda actually did well in combating or fighting COVID-19. Mm. Oh, I mean, what do what were the experts pushing for? They were pushing for stringent restrictions, which we had. They pushed for more lockdowns later last year, which we had, and uh, yeah. So I, I think by the look of their, you know, criteria, he did well.
1: I would say that uh, where we did succeed was in enriching some <laughs> individuals. <laughs> have you
0: seen some of the malls that have been ah, raised out of COVID money? I'm telling you. I've seen the Akamwes Mall and it is said that the money that constructed that building came from the money that was first disbursed for the fight against COVID-19 in 2020.
1: Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. That's quite interesting. But really to the point on whether or not the award should have been given to the president or if he uh, deserved it see the problem is that in Africa our demographics lent ourselves to not being as affected by COVID as compared to other countries because we have among the youngest populations in the world so already uh, we don't have high risk people when it comes to COVID that's number one number two our climate uh, generally um, uh, is warm uh, and such influencers thrive more in colder environments
0: And number three, the kind of food we eat Because we eat mainly organic food You find that most of our people are actually lean You want to find um, obese people Mainly in uh, urban centers And even in urban centers It was surprising that People expected people that live in slums to, you know, drop dead.
1: I saw a report that says uh, of the fatalities of COVID in Western countries, over 70% were overweight. Overweight
0: or very old.
1: So being old and being overweight were high risk factors. Yes. When it comes to COVID exposure. And because in Uganda, you know, we don't have that many overweight people and that many old people.
0: I mean, in Uganda, only 2% of Ugandans are above the age of 70. So. Okay,
1: so. (laughs) (laughs) So if it does or if it turned out that our fatality rates and infection rates were not so high, is it fair to give credit to the president or rather it's credit to the the climate to Ugandans our culture our lifestyle like do you know what I'm saying It's like I know I know. Would, did the government have to do so much in order for us to get the outcome that we did
0: I know what you're saying and in truth government didn't do much in uh, for us to you know thrive and survive through the pandemic but. You can't, you know, you can't award Ugandans for eating organic food. And you won't award Ugandans for, you know, being younger yeah, <laughs> than so, other people. Yeah, so if anything... So you'll have to just say, oh, you did well and give him a slap on the back. But <laughs> so the you award, know he did nothing.
1: The award should have gone to all Ugandans. Exactly. Because uh, we all uh, played a part. Do you know what this is like giving Musevity this award? It's like giving the award to the the... Health minister of Saudi Arabia because they have low HIV. Do you know what I mean? I mean by by virtue of the fact that it's a strict conservative society. Yes, you're not going to have too many people engaged in premarital sex Especially or extramarital women. sex. Yes, you know you can't even go around wearing miniskirts. So yeah, so naturally there'll be fewer instances of HIV transmission. Exactly. So then would you say oh? The Health Ministry of Saudi Arabia has done a great job combating AIDS. Well, no, it's (laughs) just the country.
0: When technocrats are talking about these things, sometimes one wonders, who did they ask? When they mention statistics, you're like, okay, so how come no one has talked to me? But then you're saying, according to a number of Ugandans that were asked, and it, it always makes no sense. When you ask me... What government did best during the COVID-19 pandemic? I'll tell you, it did so well in frustrating the lives of Ugandans. It did so well in making sure that people lose sources of income, the children drop out of school because of pregnancies, and that other diseases, uh, like focus from other diseases, is taken away.
1: I feel like this is one of those things where they're giving out the award for compliance rather than for... You know anything else?
0: And they're embellishing it as fighting against COVID nineteen.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know many uh, post-colonial countries, when trying to get loans from IMF and World Bank, you know they were told that they had to liberalize and privatize and do all those things. Yes. Now, you could argue that these things are good or bad. But point being that those were the conditions that were set and Uganda was heralded and celebrated because and, you know, when these international institutions like put certain countries on pedestals as as examples, really, they're doing that more to use them as a as as a mascot to say, Mm -hmm. follow the example of this country. And then you will get all of the goodies we are offering. So I wonder if uh, in the case of Uganda, given that we had strict lockdowns, we closed down our schools, that uh, maybe uh, they want uh, other countries to emulate us uh, in our, you know heavy-handed approach in dealing with these problems. But
0: of course, because you see just neighboring Tanzania, when they were not taking up all these re- restrictions, the media wasn't, especially the international oh media, was not by the in way, their favor.
1: By the way, did the, the <laughs> sky fall in the Tanzania? Didn't did people survive? <laughs> they, I mean, They
0: told us that <laughs> people were dropping dead, they were being buried at night, that there were mass graves, and I'm not sure we'll ever know the truth to that matter.
1: I know. Well, we will never know. But anyway, at least, uh, you know, um, the president has promised there'll be no further lockdown. So (laughs) one can only hope, right? But
0: But there will be further closing of roads when we are celebrating things like birthdays.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Birthdays, birthdays. Well, I think at this point on the topic of birthdays, and you're referring to, of course, um, hosies. I think it's quite clear that he's running for president. There now can be no confusion about it no doubt just look at what he's been posting on twitter it is a person that is presenting himself as a popular leader yes with uh, high aspirations
0: even when you look at some of his uh, speeches uh, during the birthday celebrations you know there was the pre-birthday event and then there was the birthday event itself. yes and uh, when he was giving his speech it wasn't of a man that he's celebrating his birth It was of a man that is positioning himself as a future leader. He was talking about issues of the youth and how they need to be helped. So if anyone out there is doubting the Mohosi project, I'm thinking they need to maybe wear better spectacles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that one's definitely going to be happening. And maybe we can talk about it, uh, you know, uh, ahead on the show. Uh, Because I do want to say something about uh, the remarks that he gave and generally how I think, his uh, bid and I use the word bid loosely but how, how I should say his pitch uh, to become our next leader uh, I, I just had some thoughts on that that I want to share with you ahead on the program also Olive I'm going to be asking you how you feel about not being married by 30 oh! society condemns women who are not married by 30 I uh. want to know what you think about that I'll be asking you that ahead on the show Okay? Yo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think we're here to play well it's the Boys show on Rx radio stay tuned uh, this is the, place, the place to be for hip hop and R&B
0: RX Radio